Hey there, and welcome to the Second Lunch Podcast. This is the uh, I've been drinking too much beforehand episode to know what number it is. Six? Six. <laughs> episode L, is that a number? Six. Yeah, we've moved on to two hands now when counting. Um, hot Jake got in a car accident on the way here. Uh, he's fine. His face is forever mangled, but uh, <laughs> that's... <laughs> Probably for He's the off best. Screen. If only you would have lost the fucking hair, right? Or grown a couple hat sizes. Anyhow, uh, podcast has been going good so far. I just, I do want to say one thing. Uh, I never thought this many people would listen to us argue about pepperoni or whatever it is we're talking about. Um, yeah, we have a few hundred responses. I'm shocked. We've got like <laughs> thousands of views on From some across stuff. The world. It's just yeah, it's really surprising. And all I really care about in life is making people laugh, and uh, you know, on whatever scale we get to do that. I, I gotta say, I'm most surprised by the international appeal because I cannot imagine a more American show. <laughs> <laughs> some of these foods can't even be legal elsewhere. <laughs> Again, coming back to the Culver's cheese curds, I mean, that, again, has to be outlawed in some other places. <laughs> what is Midwest? <laughs> we ask ourselves the same thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks. If you're still listening, uh, thanks for listening. And if you're not listening, fuck you. Um, that was a message for nobody. But uh, let's get rolling. We got some fun stuff. Talk about Cole's a little stressed out. We're a little late today. And... Um, I've had dog health problems at home. There's just... <laughs> are, are you referring to your health as a dog health, or are you talking about your dog? I health? mean, I have a similar dietary like, complexity. <laughs> Not nearly enough roughage. Uh. But yeah, just... There's nothing... I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I, I love the pets that Ashley and I have, but Jesus Christ, are they money pets. Oh, and they yeah. time it remarkably. Like, Ashley got her tax return the same day... <laughs> The uh, same day that Loki's spleen had to be removed. <laughs> I mean, that shit doesn't happen in July. Not to uh, take away from the seriousness of the situation. Is there a better word in the English language than spleen? Spleen's a good one. It's good in the sense that you know it's an organ. It's bad in the sense that what does it do? I mean, what is, <laughs> what's the function? Anything with It doesn't do enough. Like, they'll just fuck it off completely. They'll take it out if it's fucked. I don't trust that many words that have that many letters with only one syllable. Once you crack five <laughs> letters, a spleen, you know, you're pushing it. It's interesting <laughs> that spleen has what sounds like an important job. Like, uh, it filters your blood. Do I need it? I mean, for for the dog, it was like, take it or leave it. Apparently, she's good to go. Uh, she'll have to wear a cone for two weeks. Well, shit, could she have been born with a cone? <laughs> You're telling Say, me the, the, the cone is more necessary than the spleen? I mean, that's the most necessary thing I've seen so far. <laughs> Apparently, she's still doing well. But yeah, there's, there's a little residual stress, but we'll make it through. Yeah, uh, dog bills, man. Moose cost us like 8k straight out of the gate like right when we got him we were told he had his parvo shots false he got parvo oh, right he away he has parvo yeah <laughs> that's yeah. what you mean oh we gave him parvo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh he went to the doggy hospital and i was like not gonna let a dog just fucking did, did you die. ask him if he got his shots and he told you i'm immunized <laughs> <laughs> oh my god my dog is aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Speaking of, we decided if Aaron Rodgers stays with the Packers, you're burning your Packers uh, Rodgers bobblehead, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. If he and leaves, the bobblehead's safe. If he stays. It's not even political. It's the whiny press conferences. I just had enough. <laughs> for me, it's political. But for whatever <laughs> for whatever it is, whatever the reason is, we burn it. Um, I know. I uh, Like I said, I got my Aaron Rodgers jersey on. I'm going to go live for four days in a Faraday cage. <laughs> My phone won't work. It'll be revolutionary. For those of you listening to the pod who don't know us super well, we're the Packer fans you don't hate if you hate the Packers. <laughs> we, I feel like are pretty reasonable sports fans, but I do have to say I've really been uh, – I can only say so much as an owner. <laughs> but, uh, Mark Murphy's going to take away your stuff. <laughs> yeah. I've really been – reaching wits end with the Packers late I mean you know drafting Jordan Love instead of I don't know somebody who might help us win a Super Bowl it's a little bit frustrating but the whole Devontae Adams thing basically if we want to really boil this down to what actually happened 
we lost the best receiver in the NFL because our quarterback was too busy doing drugs to decide if he wanted to go to work. I mean, we've all been there. If there's <laughs> one area yeah. where I can empathize with Aaron Rodgers other than my family not wanting to speak to me, <laughs> doing too many drugs to want to go to work. But I was I was getting paid like 13 bones an hour. <laughs> I feel like I had more of a reason. If you were Aaron Rodgers' family, would you want to talk to him? No. I don't, what, what does I'm he have to his... say other than, oh, meh. <laughs> mm, immunized. Meh. Sounds like a Parisian. <laughs> Baguette. Uh, I like how we've decontextualized Parisians being <laughs> pompous and annoying about who they are and just go, you're acting like a Parisian. You know? <laughs> or they just acting like Aaron Rodgers. Or like a New Yorker, yeah. <laughs> Ain't no sewer rat like a New York sewer rat. Okay. <laughs> Is that on your family crest? <laughs> so we'll have Shane on at some point to talk about that. But uh, candy bar related, he, he, yeah, candy bar related arguments. That's pretty much the nature of our friendship at this point. We're mostly arguing about how well shitty three musketeers is but it's amazing when you're a teenager how you talk about things like who you're gonna marry and children and such and then you get to your 30s and you're just like yeah man three musketeers is a <laughs> bullshit candy bar yeah. it's a candy bar for the birds i've got my priorities straight and i'm ready to speak truths <laughs> i'm ready to speak truth to power who owns three musketeers get that ceo on the hook nougat isn't good it sounds like it would be good. Nougat is good when it's surrounded by five other things, which is like... Which means of, it's not good. Yeah, that's pretty much... Yeah. Like, you're not just eating sour cream by itself. There's other shit involved. <laughs> the sour cream's tying together. That's kind of my point. Another thing I won't fucking eat. Sour cream is bullshit. We're starting to get requests, actually, from people who have watched the first couple episodes. I'm getting a lot of requests from people like, you guys need to try this weird food thing are there any weird food combinations that that you love that people might think are weird see uh i've i've created what i consider to be the bougie version of uh crackers and cheese which is me eating uh string cheese and a handful of pistachios <laughs> uh, i feel like i've broken through to a new sort of dietary plane with this invention <laughs> similar flavor profile but with like three more nutrients you, you realize can count them. You i can feel them going pretty in. <laughs> sure i've seen uncle dave eat exactly that Oh, in, well, in a rush. Well, okay. See, I have purpose. He's <laughs> that is just a person that's just gobbling what's in front of them. It could be pepperoni sticks. Like the pepperoni sticks of his choice, I believe the first ingredient is pork hearts, which you can't. <laughs> I'm not saying it's. Well, then you have to unhealthy. leave it to get stale in a gas station for two, three months. Right. Well, yeah. It's like when you season wood for <laughs> smoking, <laughs> leave the wood out for a few months to let it, you know capture the <laughs> essence of your neighborhood it's like that but with oh boy alberto okay so cheese string cheese and whatnot did you say it was oh pistachios well those are the ones that costco sells easily shelled which by the way who came up with that terminology a shelled pistachio doesn't have the shell fuck you <laughs> all right i don't need to do these linguistic backflips just why because is there I'm... pistachio ice cream nerds <laughs> uh, uh, Tom Brady. I'm now realizing I'm doing that color thing again with food, where I'm like, he eats avocado ice cream. Clearly, he's in the pistachio group. Oh, as well. I bought it immediately. I was like, yeah, that's in, yeah, yep. that's fact. checks out. I didn't question it for a second. Did you hear the thing about Tom Brady? How people are like, oh, Tom Brady might come back and play football, and then it was like, no, he's actually going to pursue a career in stand-up comedy fuck off oh. you know how many comics i have to see get gigs instead of me because they've been on tv this guy's got super bowl ring i don't know you could use super bowl rings as a fucking credit yeah but imagine the opportunity to see somebody eat shit like that because <laughs> no that's the problem he won't eat shit i saw steve-o great guy i'm not trying to shit on steve-o he's a great guy not good at stand-up at least when i saw him and he did what i would have thought was not even open mic level comedy and crushed because people were there to see steve-o yeah 
and granted, he never the had the opportunity to be an open micer because he's already Steve-O. Like, th- he can never have that opportunity to grow. Yeah, there's no uh, opportunity for anonymous comedy. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not like Tom Brady's going to walk up there and call himself Connor Joe, and everybody's going to be like, <laughs> oh, that's not Tom Brady. See, this is the, like, for me, that similar example is for folks that have been in, in Joe Rogan's orbit. Uh, like Brendan Schaub, who is a fighter, and I love fighting. A lot of the athletes I respect the most are fighters. I'll read their books, uh, but they are not they, thinkers. They can make books. Oh, with a ghostwriter. I was going to say, who's ghost? Don't read into it too far. Ghostwrite the wit. But uh, <laughs> invariably, though, I watched some of his stand-up, and it was the worst shit I've ever seen. I mean, it's just the way. Like, I want to hear you talk about fights. And perhaps Airplane you can do some food. of that comedically. What is that all about? It's, I mean, see, I my brain is so poisoned from people doing bits as a joke that I'm like, <laughs> what's this airplane? <laughs> what's the twist going to be? <laughs> but no, I mean, uh, I, okay, I'll say it this way. Eat shit in terms of quality, in terms of what the yokels in the crowd say, because they have a fucking family member that grew up in Enfield. Don't care about that. If I feel like he ate shit, I'll feel better. You know what I'm also thinking is, Steve-O is pretty universally liked, despite his flaws. Yeah. Tom Brady is not. No. Can you imagine the heckles that guy might get? Well, people like Knoxville and Steve-O, you know, they have the right sort of, they have that uh, reputation with people as like, dudes being dudes like guys being bros Mm -hmm. where like there's nothing shitty and angry and toxic about johnny knoxville he's just an idiot that's about to get gored by a bull (laughs) and it's a beautiful thing and (laughs) i think that that makes those folks more universally appealing than like john q jock who comes in from you know playing football yeah i could be wrong i could be misunderstanding what people find appealing about the jackass guys but johnny knoxville he could still get it let's be clear who do you think would be the best professional athlete stand-up comedian i'm gonna rule out antonio brown because it would be funny but not in a funny way no that's a <laughs> it would be funny in a bad that's way. a crisis environment I, uh, is Shaq also got, banned use the microphone Hot Jake's got one. He may have brain damage, so this could be shit, but... Shannon Sharp? No way. <laughs> oh, is your mic not working? <laughs> we could... Jamal Williams? Jamal Williams, yeah. Former Green Bay Packer. Green yeah. Bay Packer legend. Jamal, Jamal is pretty Williams. funny. He gives that good pressers. He is very funny. Uh, my, I would say Peyton Manning. I would trust Peyton Manning to do like yeah, we a talked good about hour. this. I think that the both Manning brothers, especially if you're talking about giving you just like a, a solid ten, mm-hmm. like <laughs> I think that they could do it. They've both hosted SNL. Uh, I think that Shaq is another classic. Oh yeah, example. Shaq would probably be the best. Barkley's a little too cartoonish, but if you see Barkley is like us, if you take twelve hours down and you edit it to five minutes. <laughs> You uh, could get you some can get fifteen hundred <laughs> views on Instagram, uh, but no, I, I I think the Manning brothers are a tough one to top. I I also like that in none of this did anybody even like get to a baseball player. <laughs> like, nope, those aren't the ones. Yeah, has there ever been a them? Them's ain't the ones. That's a good point. Uh, what was his name for the Rangers that did a good Harry Carey impression? Uh, Derek. Oh, uh, Stephen Vogt. Stephen Vogt would be not uh, the person yeah. you're thinking of. Stephen right. Vogt would be hilarious. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. <clears throat> or does he just do a good Farley impression? It makes you think uh, he's funny. Well, <laughs> you've won me over. <laughs> I, I think I can actually present this next one because I'm both anxiety-ridden and have <laughs> the heart palpitation. Uh, do you feel, uh, I'm going to give you a very leading question, do you feel like as a person that has anxiety and is a fat guy that a heart attack is always tomorrow oh heart att- i'm having a heart attack right now <laughs> what did you just I'm ask me dead yesterday there has actually been this is embarrassing i'm gonna say it anyway there's been three times i've wound up in the er because i was sure i was dying and i'll i remember the last time and hopefully the last time it ever happens it was over covid too but i wound up in the er 
with chest pain and like thinking I was truly dying. And they take me back, they run all the tests, and the nurses are being really nice. And then all of a sudden, all the nurses are gone. And the doctor comes in, and he sits on the chair backwards like a really cool teacher. <laughs> like you're about to get a life lesson. <laughs> exactly. And that's when I knew, son of a bitch. This was, this is not at all what I think it is. And uh, he told me whatever drugs they gave me, which made me feel amazing. And he was just like, oh, yeah, tell me about uh, tell me about what's going on with you. Like talking really soft and like too creepy, like therapist-y. Mm. No offense, Laura. And <laughs> he, he, that's just when I knew, like, yeah, no, my the ticker's fine. Well, I mean, fine enough. It wasn't fucking off then at least. But, uh, yeah, so yes, I guess my answer is yes. There's always There's always a moment, like, if I get – a chest pain for a second i'm like this is it this is the big one yeah. you know what i mean or if i get a headache i never get headaches ever so every time i do get a headache which is obviously rare i'm like i'm having a brain aneurysm right oh now. for sure i mean every time i feel an ache in my calf i'm like well this is deep vein throb thrombosis <laughs> clearly i'm on the way out <laughs> i've read about these blood <laughs> like convinced myself that i've got diseases that only people over the age of 70 can get well fuck they say you know there's a chance i got it oh pff, over 70 that's like me with gout dude i got gout at 16 yeah you were ahead early of the starter on one speaking of like shit people my age shouldn't be dealing with i went today to uh like a sleep place i think i have sleep apnea which is like total fat guy thing to have or old fat guy thing to have anyway i think i have it <laughs> that's the part of the venn diagram <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh it was kind of nice going in there not because like i went in there not really i guess i hadn't thought about what the waiting room would look like but when i got in there i was like the by far the best looking person <laughs> <laughs> and the skinniest <laughs> i had not thought about that at all and uh you know there's people in there just like struggling to breathe wearing a mask. So you still have to wear a mask at the hospital and stuff. And that was one thing I hadn't thought about until I was walking in. And I was like, I shouldn't have worn a sweatshirt today. Because if I put on a mask, my body automatically thinks that I'm working out. It's like, oh, you're not getting 100% oxygen? You must be exercising. Yeah, and clearly you're at so altitude. Are I start sweating right away. And this is what I was talking about on, I don't remember what episode it was, about being like the big fucking sweaty guy and we are playing basketball. I'm sweating all the time. It's like always 90% humidity up in this bitch. <laughs> I've always got a sweat going. I'm living in Miami at all times. For real. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's because I've got body hair. Or where it comes, I'm sure the body hair doesn't help. Leads me to my next question. You shave your dick, or I mean, when I've got the chutzpah, when <laughs> I've got the motivation. So do you? Sh uh, no, I mean, I guess what I'm asking is, do you shave your crotch region, or do you trim it? Oh, trim. Now, I, I don't have the most dexterous hands. You know? <laughs> I like that it comes down to dexterity. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I. This is something we're going to talk about later, or maybe let's just talk about it now. I think I had a Tinderella question. What's one thing you could practice your whole life and never get good at? Watchmaking? <laughs> I can't deal with that sort of fine gear manipulation. There's no fucking chance. I'm with Me you. Me in a game of Operation, throw me out the fucking window. You know, I'd rather be dead <laughs> than expose myself to these indignities of not being able to get the goddamn wishbone out. I just don't want to deal with that. So... Yeah, I. What was the original question? Now I'm just thinking about operation. Oh, I started talking about sleep apnea or something. But... <laughs> you backtracked even further than I was going. <laughs> We've come a long way. Yeah, I don't know that I would have gone straight for watchmaking. I think I would have gone with something a little bit more practical, or something that I've already failed three times, like learning guitar. It's just when you got sausages for fingers, there's just. What do you yeah. mean? A, what do you mean? It's something other than a chord. You want me to pick an actual? Show me here? all the Stevie Ray Vaughan videos you want, but where's the one where the guitarist has sausage fingers? <laughs> yeah. right, I thought I'm just jerking off the guitar <laughs> here. I'm not. <laughs> when I get in uncomfortable situations, I start making jokes. That's just what I do, and I'm in a doctor's office and. 
I don't like to tell people I do comedy because as soon as you tell people you're a comedian, they fucking lose it. They don't know how to hold it together. They're just like, oh, you should, you, oh, here's something for you. You should put this in your skits. Yeah. And they tell me Have some you ever heard thing they the read the worst in, idea? Yeah. They tell me something they read in a chain email in like 2006. It's like, oh, fuck. Mm. Um, yeah, you want this Lewinsky joke? <laughs> no, it's not really. even that highbrow. Uh so I try not to tell people I I I never I never tell people that. So today in my appointment I was killing killing <laughs> absolutely killing. The doctor oh my gosh, she comes in and she's like, "So what made you schedule this appointment today?" As if it's like you know, I can't breathe when I'm sleeping. Like it's the most obvious answer ever. And I was just like, uh, you know, I just uh, had a daughter, and uh, I realized I had more reasons to not die in my sleep. And she was like, so taken aback by that answer. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that just sounds earnest. <laughs> yeah, it was a really dark. It was a really dark. A lot of dark jokes. The appointment was actually great. She's like, yeah, you probably, you probably have that, but we can sort it out. <laughs> I can't tell you how you many jokes. Have at least six months to live. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you how many jokes I made about dying. Speaking of Jake's hair, <laughs> no transition we'll, at all. Yeah, it'll be a clean one. We'll <laughs> we can jazz that up. Or what is that? Anyway, as I get yanked off stage with a hook on a cane, <laughs> wonderful. I was thinking about balding today and i mean i am balding like it just it's been happening and like my just i've been balding since i was 18 and it's like we're coming on 13 years now it still hasn't decided what the fuck it's gonna do yet I, the top of my head looks like a t-mobile coverage map <laughs> it's fucked up like you're doing great getting getting all the calls on the coasts dropping a lot of calls in the midwest here yeah turns out wyoming isn't part of the plan <laughs> yeah so it's just fucked and i was thinking like at some point i'm just gonna have to go bald like i just at some point i gotta give up but i really don't want to because the sides look pretty good it's pretty i mean i wouldn't call it thick but it's not yeah put this man on a quarter peppery <laughs> yeah put me on a fucking quarter dude <laughs> We'll let the podcast take off. But first. it's not, I don't know, like the sides aren't worth fucking the whole thing off entirely, right? But the top is, it's getting bad. Like, I keep thinking like, okay, well, if I keep it short, maybe it won't look, like maybe it'll all, because it's short, it'll look more uniform than than just really thin I, on I top. I sense the logic, yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, that didn't fucking work. So what if I kind of grow it out long and then, so... Either way, I'm fucked here, I guess, is what I'm getting at, is it always looks like shit. So I keep thinking, like, at some point here, I'm going to have to shave the whole thing bald. Yeah. And You're gonna it's kind of nice. You're going to have to Michael Jordan commitment. It's kind of, yeah. Or the thing LeBron's still avoiding. And it's nice because I have a brother that's two years older than me. And so it's kind of like watching the ghost to hairline future. <laughs> like, I know, I'm like, okay, I got at least two years before it's that bad. And, uh, but no, he's just rocking it. He's like, here, he's like, yeah, good fuck. I'm good. I mean, I appreciate that sort of punk rock attitude. I but. can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I know I act. <laughs> There's going to be a day where I stroll into the podcast and Chris is just fully committed. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've been meaning to tell you, actually. Uh, fuck you and your hair. Oh, uh, well, this is like a testosterone thing. See, you getting into <laughs> pornography when you were like seven. See, I'm like the opposite. You're saying I could have a full head of hair if I didn't have to jack off three times a day? Yeah, I mean, if that's your minimum, if that's like your over-under is like My minimum is one, but three, I'm feeling pretty good. Okay, well, I'm glad that you... <laughs> I'm glad you found your sort of Wade Boggs stride where you're like, <laughs> exactly what level uh -oh. of superstition you have with how many times you've got to crank it. It's horrible because it's an odd number, too prime no oh, no and it's prime yeah, so cole back. gets we're his way at it but uh but no i'm convinced i'll keep my hair just because of my <laughs> lack of testosterone basically i'll keep it rolling it's so annoying <laughs> i'm sorry to annoy you like that uh all right chris we've got a few more here uh 
<laughs> I'm just going to crassly lead into that. Let's them. do it. Picking up poop from a dog's dog's perspective. Okay. I took Moose out the other day, and I was waiting for him to take a shit, and I was like, I angrily had the bag in my hand, and I don't know what it was about, like, just standing there with a bag in my hand, but it made me think, it's got to be weird for a dog to watch you pick up their shit with a bag, because... We just shit and, like, flush it. Like, we don't even fucking worry about it. But they must think they're, like, shit and fucking gold that we're like, oh, shit, I got to pick this up. Oh, I mean, absolutely. They definitely feel like they're the ruler in the relationship. But but they don't act like it. Cats I've do. I've got an 11-year-old dog that's been watching me do this forever. And still, every time she shits, she's ready to just yank my arm off. Ready <laughs> onto the next yeah. thing. Like, how many times have we gone through this procedure you know I've got to follow you up on it's this. It's kind of funny that they still want to hang out with us. Like, we do something like that. Like, oh, you shit, i got to pick it up. And they still want to hang out with us. Well, I'm glad they don't have the same sort of social faux pas. They don't have the same <laughs> sort of concern about pecking order. But, uh, shit, I don't have anything. Or maybe they, maybe they totally get it. They're sniffing butts all the time. They're like, yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. This is their version. <laughs> yeah. Get a little bit acquainted. <laughs> There's Sorry. no way to look cool while you're dog shitting. No, but in fairness, also, your dog can't look cool while you're dog shitting. <laughs> so you're both in the same boat. You're both. <laughs> your dog's looking a little spooked. You know, you're looking a little. You bored. got an eye on this or you watch my back, bro? <laughs> have you ever been stopped at a DUI checkpoint? I have not, but I remember when I was younger. We were in Wisconsin. I don't know. It was probably in fifth grade or something. It doesn't matter. But uh, we would always, every summer we would go to Wisconsin, and it would be me, my mom, my two siblings, and we would always meet up with my Uncle Dave and his three million kids. He only has like four or something. I don't even, can't even count them now, but it's a hundred mm-hmm. in my head. Anyhow, we would all go do something, like go to the Wisconsin Dells, head up north, you know, whatever it is, and... I remember one summer we got to a DUI checkpoint and this is in Wisconsin and I know it was in Wisconsin because it was at 3 p.m. on a weekday and nobody batted a fucking eye. They're like, yep, that that, that adds Sometimes up. Sometimes you got to set up a checkpoint yeah, at 3 it is, on a Tuesday. It is July. It's a school zone. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I'm in the car with my Uncle Dave behind my mom and my siblings and um, – my mom stops to talk to the cop, and my Uncle Dave decides it's a good time to touch his bumper to my mom's and then accelerate. So my mom's car kind of lurched forward, which really pissed off the cop, but Uncle Dave was over the moon with the Oh, results. yeah. It's <laughs> as funny as littering to him. <laughs> It's a fucking hoot. Oh, I don't even know if he thinks littering is as funny as I think him littering is funny. Oh, the amount of times you've surely laughed at it, <laughs> guaranteed he's in on the bit. <laughs> oh my God, or him farting after Mexican food. It's the dumbest bit. Like, he, he'll ask himself, like, set up questions just to, the punchline is him lifting his ass cheek and... Just I'm glad he's fly. got that sort of rectal control, because... <laughs> you wouldn't expect was... it from somebody with that much Mountain Dew and pepperoni oh no that guy's shit in paint (laughs) that is a problem sphincter right there now i i myself i've never been pulled over at a dui checkpoint um i learned uh from my dad that actually one way that you can evade a dui checkpoint depending on your atmosphere is if you live in the woods basically in fairbanks alaska we rented an apartment that was about two miles away from the bar, and conveniently, I mean, there were real roads, of course, leading from the apartment to the bar, but who needs those? <laughs> when you can cut down two miles of branches between your house and the bar in order to do some off-road drunk driving. Mike did not do this. Oh, 100% he did with his <laughs> friend Wayne. Two miles! Oh, two miles, uh, well over half a mile. Uh, that This is drunk brain talking. Still, but... even a mile of trees. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, these people are drunk and motivated, and they're bored in Alaska. What else are you going to do with that sort of physical, you know? Fair. There's so much sunlight, too. That's... <laughs> so, yeah, I would know he was coming home because uh, he would do this thing called Kaboomers, <laughs> which was his own version of domestic terrorism, which is uh, with an old Ford truck, if you turn off the vehicle while it's running, gas will start to back up into the muffler. And when you reignite, when you restart the ignition, it'll blow up out of the back. It's a great way to great way to scare a cyclist <laughs> or a pedestrian. He should have done uh, that that one time he pulled a U-turn. Well, imagine, imagine, I know, right? Let the guy know. <laughs> but imagine cutting down like two miles of the woods to keep people from knowing you're drunk driving. And then you do kaboomers where you basically <laughs> set off explosions on the drive home. And the man is truly a paradox. Uh, but that was his way of evading DUI checkpoints. And again, he's only had <laughs> one DUI in his drive life. Through the woods, get a four wheeler. You didn't have to. You didn't still need to take your truck. Get a four wheeler. Those things are dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so was cutting move. down a bear's habitat. Jesus Christ! Ugh. This man is not concerned. Talk to the bear about it. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like if we put Mike in a grizzly bear. In space. Are we doing one of our space <laughs> yeah, fights? Yeah, who would win? <laughs> Are we doing a space fight? So, Cole, do you think cannonballs are real or no? No. I think they're fake news. I don't think they ever happened. No, I think that they're... It's one of those things... It's like when a pirate puts its knife and puts his knife into the sail and glides down <laughs> that's not a thing that was made up by the movies like, i would cut the rope I... <laughs> right. cut the rope i know how the movies work yeah are you tell me are you trying to tell me this sort of sharp or not because if it's yeah. sharp it's cutting the fuck and rope. i learned on mythbusters there's no middle ground <laughs> either the knife is so sharp it's going right through the sail or you're fucking stuck at the top like a dipshit there's no other way but no, a cannonball, I mean, clearly that's the type of invention that's from a time when better inventions didn't exist. They're like the NECA wafers of violence. I'm not even convinced cannons are real. Well, I mean, again, if what you're putting in there is something explosive, it's one thing. But if you're throwing in a gigantic rock and propelling it... You're telling me it can fire a giant rock through people, but then you can also put people in it and fire them? Well, and they're fine. Well, who's in front of the people cannon? How do the circus cannons work, Cole? That's all I'm really <laughs> trying to get get to here. I like this idea that we are trying to understand how something works when I don't know long division. Where it's like, <laughs> well, how do how does a cannon work? Well, clearly you don't understand how most things work. <laughs> it's just a kaboomer. How actually. does yeah? Exactly. <laughs> Turns out Mike Finch and had that figured out. <laughs> Oh, what if your dad invented cannonballs? Mm. What if your dad invented can? If your dad invented cannonballs, what do you think? Honestly, if my dad invented anything that made him money, I'd be really alarmed about the aftermath. <laughs> you know, you see these inventors that they, they make a little bit of money. They go off the deep end. I mean, I suppose he's more of a traditionalist in the sense that he's just cocaine and horse. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, uh a real strict constitutionalist in that regard but yeah i would just be really worried that if he ever was successful it would kill him i think the struggle is what keeps him alive <laughs> i don't i don't think the man can be killed no he's one of those people that lives uh they he's either going to die before he's 60 or he's going to live until he's 120 <laughs> anybody who camels up can't die there's can't you, isn't there water poisoning? Can't you drink too much water? Oh, for sure. Just... That implies that the man's ever had too much water. That guy <laughs> hasn't had too much water since like 1978. Well, too much water in one go. Oh, yeah, but his body is in such a constant state of dehydration. It's like when a monster <laughs> He's always making the up. Sahara. Yeah, it's just, it's exactly. He's basically putting a very small dent into a very large problem. Uh, but. Shit, what else was I going to say about my... This is a guy that is so dry 
he would tape plastic bags around his feet with lotion in them. (laughs) What? What? Well, when you don't drink water and you're a consummate alcoholic, sometimes you got to, you know, camel up the feet. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? His feet got that dry? I mean, uh, they either got that dry or he was putting on a hell of a show. Dude, stop. <laughs> yeah, this, can you imagine that's he's in Vegas. His show is putting a bunch of lotion in a bag. The on thing is, that man's life. Stop in, wearing flip-flops. The man's life in Aberdeen would be Vegas. So the idea of him in Vegas makes me oh very alarmed. God. Aberdeen has to be the worst place on the fucking planet. Certainly the greatest. Every time I go there, I'm like, yeah, I see why Kurt did it. <laughs> oh, oh. I can't. We're going to have to cut. Yeah, we are going to have to. <laughs> we're we're going to have to cut that because you don't even believe God. that. Now I see why Courtney does. Oh, we're leaving it now. <laughs> now I see. He admitted it. Yeah, I have video evidence. He fucking he fucked himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going on to a recurring segment here. Gucci or greasy? Gucci uh, or gonna... greasy? Cole peeing in the shower. Gucci necessary, a requirement. Bro, I'm so with you. Katie and I have gotten into this a couple times. She absolutely thinks it's greasy. Of all the things, this is fucking, this is Lay's in ketchup, girl, okay? This, you're going to judge me, Everett. Let's get real here. I mean, Peeing but that's sort shower. of dietary intake. You're lucky I'm not shitting in the shower. Right? <laughs> you're lucky. I just, I mean, here's the thing. It's natural. It feels good. And you're saving money on water frankly it's good for the environment you yeah don't have what to did flush george costanza say they're all pipes yeah baby <laughs> that's all they are uh diana russini was on the dan lebitard show and she said she pees in the shower every time well if it's good enough for diana it's good enough for me <laughs> i don't know why you wouldn't katie's like well i take a bath in there i'm like okay every time we've ever taken a shower together i've peed on you so i also like the <laughs> the same uh, i also like the idea of somebody being like i bathe in there and being like oh you sit in your own fucking dirty water <laughs> yeah. and like i'm supposed to respect that shit like okay bathing is a form of cleaning oneself from a different century it is just <laughs> that was a cool way to get things done when you had surfs and they peasants. hadn't thought about the water falling on them yet no there was i mean the only sort of waterfall was a natural one because we ain't got no plumbing so <laughs> filling up a tub with some hot water was the best shit you oh got. dude i'm so glad you said that i think baths are so gross mm. last time i got in the bath I felt really compelled to do so because I was in the middle of diabetic ketoacidosis, which gives you an idea of when you should take a bath. <laughs> or Once a go decade. to the doctor. Uh, I mean, both. <laughs> if you ever feel like you need to take a bath, go to the doctor. <laughs> I mean, for me, that's pretty sound advice. Last time I took a bath, I can actually remember, I was in like third grade, I think, and we went on the summer trip uh to some place in northern Idaho. It was before my parents bought a house there. And we rented this place that was fucking gross. Like, we went in there, and it just smelled like an old person's house, like, times four. And my mom was like, I don't think we can stay Oh, so here. it's like Willy Wonka on the chocolate. It's four old people in the house. <laughs> I get it. Uh, and so I was... I was so grossed out myself i was like i'm not sitting in that bathtub and that's the first time i ever took a shower was because i was too grossed out by the bathtub i was like i'm only putting my feet in that (laughs) that's like the hygiene version of your dad throwing you into the pool because you can't swim yet (laughs) i learned how to shower because i was too scared to bathe (laughs) (laughs) oh so yeah i guess uh peeing in the shower is good clearly good everybody should be doing it if peeing in the shower is cool, consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> I mean, it's environmentally sound. What else do you need? I don't need to be flushing my turtlet every time I <laughs> drink too many Rainiers. Exactly. Oh, man. I haven't had a shower beer pee yet. That'd be a long shower, but that would probably be pretty worth it. Oh, just have like one or two beforehand. You know, prime prime the pumps. <laughs> Get in the shower with your third beer. I was thinking, you and I haven't taken a shower together yet. Well, give it time. When the podcast takes off. Yeah, it's, I don't know, the amount of things Shane and I have done together for people that aren't related or in a committed relationship is 
probably alarming to the average person. <laughs> I'm going to save those stories for when he comes on here, but yeah, there's yeah. plenty of stuff. I was going to say, docking deserves its own episode. <laughs> docking! Oh, this is how they're going to find out that I'm uncircumcised? <laughs> this is it? This is the episode? <laughs> Right, let's jump into the Tinderella questions here. Chris, I'm going to hit you with the first one. Have you ever honked at an old person or student driver, and do you regret it? 100% did it today to both, probably, frankly. Yeah. If you're going to be on the road, go at least the speed limit. Go at least the speed limit. I don't care who you are. If you're going under the speed limit, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Honestly, I think the rule of thumb should be if the speed limit is 30 miles an hour or over, you're supposed to be going 10 miles over that. Yeah, I I agree with that. Ashley and I have a running list of the streets in Seattle that have the most, most cartoonish speed limits suggested. <laughs> um, so like Aurora, 40. Are you insane? I'm I, driving 65. Yeah. <laughs> I Through the tunnel, twice this, 40 yeah. in the tunnel, out of your fucking mind. That's a Princess Diana speed limit. It's <laughs> and the paparazzi aren't chasing me, so fuck it. <laughs> I am driving 130 in this tunnel. Uh, but <laughs> shit, I, I lost my train of thought there for a second. I got to I got to re uh reacquaint myself. I think you were talking about butt sex. Yeah, okay. Yes, honking at student drivers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I I so in recent years I have seen an uptick in people that have student driver stickers on a car that's not a student driver. And I think they think that's going to make me not honk at them. <laughs> what it's really done is just means I honk at a lot more student drivers now. Because <laughs> now I don't believe there are any student drivers. I think all of it's a ruse. You're telling me there's like young children learning to drive. I just don't buy it. I think it's all bullshit. That's so, so funny. That makes me think of Katie and I had to have this discussion recently, not to completely change gears here. But. I wanted to get a baby on board sticker for our car. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, they're so stupid. And I was like, what are you talking about? They were invented to alert first responders to you having a kid in the car if you get in an accident because they don't always, they can't always see them. That's what they're for. And she's like, oh, I didn't know that I was oh like, yeah for me it's uh, it's a way to tell the person already crashing into you that hey i got a baby don't do that and it's yeah. like oh shit i was gonna not crash yeah she i was like what did you think it was for she's like i don't know to like brag about having kids i was like so you thought it was more likely that there was a whole group of people like trying to give barren mothers the fucking finger like i got a fucking kid for you sure, know? dude. i mean what are those little stick figure decals for dude that's just <laughs> so i know how many i have to scrape off if i t-bone the shit out of you <laughs> turns out the little ones are the easiest so the stick figures are definitely more sinister than the baby on board oh for sure but i'm just saying for me as a person with no children i'm just like all right how many am i kicking off <laughs> oh <laughs> i don't know if we're good. i never thought i'd get to do the baby on board thing that came out of nowhere i thought of it today i didn't know i'd get to do the scratching off the decal <laughs> little kid on yeah it. well i i like this cole we'll see if if regular cole's gonna want to keep that but mm. Yeah, we'll see about context. All right, Chris. Are you a morning or night person? I am not a morning person. It takes me at least an hour to like truly get going in the morning. And I don't know what it is. No matter what, at midnight, I'm like, boom. I'm just fucking <laughs> wide awake and like, let's do everything. So, yeah, definitely not a morning person. Certainly a night person. What about you? Oh, I'm the complete opposite. I... I'm up before six most days, Ugh. and then uh, I'm I'm in bed, not necessarily sleeping, but I'm like in bed between eight and nine, sometimes oh earlier God. than that. Yeah. If I'm in bed at eight or nine, it's because I have to be at the airport. They're reading you the last rites. Yeah. Or I'm being punished. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm about, I'm on my deathbed. That's horrific. So, yeah. I, I mean- I didn't used to be this way. I've now been sort of conditioned to be like I'm I'm never awake after 10 p.m. unless something terrible has happened. So I'm how early is too early for a meeting for you then? Really nothing. But for me, if you schedule something before 7 a.m., that's fucked up. 
And I have enough meetings with people in different time zones where it's like, you know how this works. Like, <laughs> this is like an old, like, turn off your cell phone in the fucking movie theater. <laughs> okay, the first year there was a time zone, I'd understand you don't get it. It's been a fucking century. <laughs> you should know when you schedule from New York that when you put it at 9 o'clock, it is 6 a.m. here. But, yeah, that is not necessarily particularly funny. But I will say this. The other end is, like, if you schedule a meeting for 2 o'clock or later, I'm going to hate you for a week. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a pretty small sweet spot of hey, these are the morning hours that I fuck off in, and hey, these are the afternoon hours that I fuck off in. Right. You've basically, <laughs> basically, turn into Tyson there for a second, you basically have a window of, like, to me, 8 a.m. is the earliest a meeting should ever happen. And then the latest is, like, 1 p.m. It better fucking be over by 2, because <laughs> I got some fucking off to do before I clock off. Look, if I'm going to do four hours of work today, I need two-hour buffer on both sides. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're down to two. All right, Chris, which cartoon character would you say you most resemble? Peter Griffin. Uh, fat, dumb. I don't even think I'm dumb, but I love to be dumb. Like, I really like making really dumb jokes. I was thinking about one earlier today when we were in Green Bay and the – the Kansas City Chiefs lost to fucking I don't even remember who, and I said more like Kansas shitty. <laughs> it's just so brilliant. Stupid. No notes. Just so stupid. No tags. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I love that. And Peter is obviously just saying the dumbest shit all the time. So yeah, I feel like my voice is a little less annoying, but for me, I think I'm your. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I think on this show I put on a good ruse a good facade of being more fun loving but most of the time I'm just somewhere between disgusted and outraged are we doing the sad segments? no no I'm not sad about this at all I, I'm i down with this oh, but okay. <laughs> but no I think it's I think yours my dude I mean because we also specified cartoon character if it was a real life person it would be stanley from the office <laughs> yeah I so agree with that that would be he the is actual full grum for sure yeah he's absolutely figured it out all, all right. right last question we'll wrap her up i can't believe we actually have an hour of shit somehow we do hot name are you a road rager am i a road rager uh if you ask me i would say no if you ask my wife she would say most certainly uh i don't have much patience doing comedy there's been times where it's like i've had to drive i don't remember how long it was to win a mucka but i remember driving like 30 hours in the course of 36 hours and like you have to drive long distances so when somebody's camped in the fucking left lane doing 70 when the speed limit's 70 it's fucking annoying get over get the fuck over yeah. Stay right, accept a pass, you son of a bitch. Yes, it drives me nuts. That shit drives me fucking crazy. Like, get the fuck out of my way. I'm trying to go 80 here. Who, what are you, the police? Get yeah. out of my fucking way. I've been in the car with people before where they're driving like 80 in the left lane on a 65 and somebody's on their ass. They're like, I'm driving over the speed limit. It don't fucking matter. Yeah, let them get pulled over. Yeah, that's their thing. Yeah. Well, that's way too fast. Who are you to... Who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What, we Let them figure pop. it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, 10 miles an hour over is the, that's the rule. Oh my God. Katie and I get in an argument about this all the time too. I have decided that that includes carpool lanes where there's carpool lanes. Oh, that the carpool lane is functionally the left lane is what you're saying. It's the fast yeah. lane. Yes. Yeah. There's no other reason to be in there. Uh, that or you're yeah, bragging you're about maybe is this another thing like the baby oh, i'm on jacking board off because i've got a baby in the car <laughs> yeah, it's like a baby on board thing you're just bragging like i get to carpool i have a whole family yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't have to go Quit throwing that shit in my fucking face <laughs> my I'm wife gonna, is infertile i'm gonna go <laughs> i'm gonna go 72 and a 70 because i have three kids yeah no i i'm completely on your side on this uh i 
think that the greatest sort of driving faux pas you can commit is being passed on the right side. Oh. When you get passed on the right side. Every time I do that, I'm like. Go to confessional. I'm- <laughs> do your Hail Marys. You got some splaining to do. Every time I pass somebody on the right, I'm like, you made me do this. You know, oh, like, every time I pass somebody board. on the right, I deliberately get over in front of them a little closer than I would normally be comfortable. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the moment I'm like six inches clear of the bumper as I'm passing <laughs> on the right. I'm going to get right over to let you know. Oh, I do this I thing. This is the most road ragey thing I do. It's a little aggressive. But whenever I do have to go around somebody like that, I always, in the rearview mirror, like point, like get the fuck over. Oh, see, I... Similarly, I put my hand up and I immediately jack off symbol, <laughs> which that's, is not clear in terms of what you mean, but I think it means a lot in terms of energy. That's way better. What sound do you make when you make jack off motions? I've never made a sound. Really? Yeah. I mine is. It's always. I don't know why it's a fart sound. What sound do you think coming? How actually, big is your cock, Chris? <laughs> that you can that hear. It has it. butt cheeks to <laughs> ripple the sound of ejaculation. <laughs> what? I mean, I know on a microscopic level, coming has to make a sound. In my head, I don't know why I've decided it's the guitar solo from More Than a Feeling by Boston. <laughs> it's Van Halen's eruption. <laughs> fair, fair. Wow, yeah. okay, so I'm the only one with a sound for coming. That's weird. It's <laughs> the only one out of two of us. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> Really got left out in the cold. Oh, here, I didn't boys. see Jake trying to answer. So that's, I think. <laughs> that's okay. No, it's he's getting, got no sound. He's got it's no getting sound. late, and it's been uh, it's been a long it's day. It's been weird. I don't know if we're <laughs> even going to put this one out, but I think this went pretty well. Let's wrap it up. Hot Jake's got to get home to his no car. Uh, fucking loser. Anyway, <laughs> this got weird. Right. <laughs> this got weird. <laughs> just, just fuck. Oh, bastard! He's. I'll repeat for all those he people who you. who couldn't hear. He's got all this hair to attend to, and um, that was pretty good. <laughs> that's a good point. I guess we're. Uh, I guess we're gonna have to find somebody else to do the pod from now on. But. Um, <laughs> Thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, thank you for supporting us. I don't uh, don't know what else to say other than uh, you should buy our koozies. Four ninety nine. Yeah. They're actually five bucks. I lied, but uh, Cole doesn't have a koozie today because he's because mm, bucks and six because bucks and six. <laughs> and uh, anyway, this podcast got out of hand. But uh, love you guys, job. and uh, yeah, bucks and six, bucks and six. Yeah.